it in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality audio. That's the ad pod promise. Samantha. Morgan. What's your bevy today? Mm. We are three drinking it. I have a water that the ice has melted. I have a La Croix in a uh, the limoncello flavor. Mm. And then we're working on our Diet Mountain Dew in a bottle. little ASMR. A little bit of ASMR for our ASMR podcast. <laughs> What do you what do you got going on over there, girl? I am almost done with my coffee. Oh. Got a mocha. Yeah, a little bit of an afternoon mm-hmm, coffee mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, it sure is. And uh I oh, I coffee update, right? Because yes. I smashed my coffee pot. So how you may be asking, did I make said coffee? How did this coffee come it to be? It is homemade. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh Joel and I did get one of those it's a very stylish glass uh pour drip coffee maker right and so um we got that for our wedding but we didn't get the filter (laughs) that goes in it that you need and so we got the coffee pot the glass one it comes with a wooden collar right so you can grab it without scorching your fingers Mm -hmm. uh we got an electric tea kettle we got also a stand for this coffee pot to go into along with like paper filters. Like a little nook yeah. for it to have a So home. we got all the accessories, but we didn't get <laughs> the thing we actually really needed to use the product, which was the filter. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a filter because like we had another co- like a coffee machine obviously. So I was like, well, whatever. I'll just keep using this. So I actually, now since I smashed my coffee pot, I bought a filter. Congratulations. Thank you. You are back in, like you have Mm -hmm. coffee powers again. Yeah. Caffeination powers again. Yes. And I'm feeling fancy. (laughs) Yes. Because it's this slow drip coffee and it's in the stylish curvy glass pitcher. And you have like your hot tea kettle that you like pour yeah. over it very slowly. It's nice. Apparently, this tea kettle also has an app I can download, and then I can schedule uh, it to just like start boiling water for wow. me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I haven't figured out how to do that, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Futures now. I'll be unstoppable. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> so that's my coffee update. I'm sure all of you were wondering. Uh, so there you go. So I, I, I finished my coffee, and now I've moved on to just ice water. Mm-hmm. Gotta just gotta get that hydration. Yeah, it's time it's, to hydrate. It's dry face season here in the Midwest. Yes. So that's just what we got going on. Yes. Drink that water. Oh, Minnesota is cold and windy. Uh, yeah. Now winter is coming. My skin is feeling it. It's happening. Yeah, the wind. The cold yeah. wind. It's like it's fine, but then you walk outside and it's cold. There's been snow recently. I've just been unprepared. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but I'm really happy to be here in the pod lounge. Me too. Where it's always warm and cozy and Wednesday. 
It's always Wednesday in the pod lounge. And Samantha, today we're playing the best friends game. It's the best friends game. It's time for best friends game. Friendship forever. (laughs) (laughs) Would you believe we just ad-libbed that? No, listeners. (laughs) Okay, so I do have... A surprise for you. Mm. We're playing a new game today. Mm. Mm. An adjacent game. I just took a big mouthful of Diet Mountain Dew. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. You are holding a different size box in your hand. Yeah. It's the same size and shape of the best friend game. Mm-hmm. But this is, in fact, different. So this is a game from the creators of What Do You Meme? Which I've seen at Target. What Never played it. Meme? What do you mean? <laughs> so this game is called Let's Get Deep. Friends edition. It's questions for friends. Oh. We are friends. We are friends. Our listeners are friends. Yeah, we're all friends and together. And these are questions mm-hmm. for friends. Yeah. Which is what we do on the best friend game. So we're going to play this. It's it's very similar to the best friend game, if not the exact same. Are you saying we're going to have some <laughs> opinions? <laughs> we're going to have some definite opinions. We're going to have some <clears throat> opinions. So now there are levels. The The thing about this game, there are levels to the questions, right? Okay. So there are... That's different. It is different. Okay. Yeah, so that is a difference. So there are icebreaker questions. There are deep questions. And then there are deeper questions. Oh. <laughs> So today, I've picked out for you one icebreaker and three deep questions. Great. Okay, which is our middle ground. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to fan them out for you. And then you can choose one at random and read it. And then we'll share our opinions. Get those cards up in that microphone. There's only four of them. Okay, we shuffled them. ASMR. All right. We're fanning them out. Okay. I cannot see. I'm going for the one that is in the middle, but to the left, but Morgan's right because there's only four cards. So stage left. Stage. Or stage right, depending on your perspective. Which one? Uh huh. So if you're sitting on Morgan's side of the room or Samantha's side of the room. Uh, Okay. I still don't know. It's one of those unanswerable Mm. questions, Morgan. There's just no way to know. All right. Oh, wow. Let's get deep friends edition. This is a deep question. Have you ever stolen anything? What and when? (gasps) Oh, my girl. Yes. Girl. Yes. Tell me. I stole my a sheet of my neighbor's Lisa Frank stickers. (laughs) when I was maybe, like, in kindergarten. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, set me up. Like, where were they? How did you see them? Oh, she what was showing them to me. What types of stickers were they? Oh, she was showing them to me. Uh-huh. And she had a whole bunch of them. I collected stickers. I had one of those uh, sticker books where it was a a book or, like, a journal type thing. You collected stickers, too? I, did you? Yes! Did you have one of these books? Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yes. 
keep going. Oh my god, yay! So, okay, this book, if you do not know what I'm talking about... I, just, I understand I the sticker envy. I don't know if they exist anymore, mm-hmm. but, like, maybe they do. So, it's, like, this little book or a journal-type thing, but all of the pages are, like, waxed over almost. Like, they're slick. So, you can put a sticker on there, um, but the sticker will be removable. And so, you can just, like, organize your stickers. You can arrange them. But then you also can keep them forever and you don't have to throw them away. <laughs> you can keep them forever. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kept mine in a plastic box as oh. well. Like all the extras, the ones that came on rolls. We're not uh-huh. talking about stickers right no, now, but I, you saw do. her stickers. Please you do. You saw her oh stickers. My God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, mm-hmm. we both collected stickers mm-hmm. and she had these Lisa Frank stickers and there were penguins and there were unicorns. And of course, it's all rainbow stuff, but then it was also a shiny foil sticker. So, oh. everything was like kind of holographic and they were super cool. And uh, I asked her if I could have one and she said no. And I was like, that is really lame. Because you have like 12 pages of stickers. What are you going to do with all of those? And And you're the sticker collector. I took one. And then I immediately felt so guilty about it. And I told my mom and I was crying and I showed her the evidence. And I was like, I have done this horrible thing. And I'm probably like going to suffer for the rest of my life now. And like, (laughs) it's a very passionate five-year-old. And so I felt terrible. And I felt so terrible that my mom was like, I, you know what, just, I think that you've suffered enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> really put yourself through enough here, little Morgan. So, like, she didn't make me, like, go and confront the girl. I'm pretty sure my mom talked to her mom and was just like, by the way, <laughs> this all happened. We had a sticker <laughs> issue at our home. I need so, you to be aware of. Yeah. And so nobody brought it up again. And, like, it was just, I never stole anything again because I was like, that was the worst feeling ever. And I was, you know, a kindergartner. It was awful. So, no. The guilt. I, oh, guilt. my God. It yeah. was like. It's the first born It didn't last too. long. Yeah. Obviously. The thrill of the getting. <laughs> and then immediately it's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now I have this <sighs> thing. This thing that symbolizes my choices. Oh, I couldn't handle the weight. Like, I knew immediately. <laughs> sticker. I was like, this is bad. Like. This is really bad. Like, I'm going to go to jail. I, yeah. like, we went to church. Ever- so I was just like, I'm going to hell. It's going to go on like, permanent this record. Is, Jesus knows I did this. Yeah. Uh, the weight was too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. That's super real. <laughs> so that's my one story that I have about the one time I stole something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for sharing that. It was heavy. <laughs> Do you have a story? I do. So that's, you say, the one story that you have? Yeah. Okay, so little Samantha has many stories to choose. (gasps) Oh, my God. Were you a little klepto as a kid? Just little, like, little pencils and stickers. I identify with the sticker thing. Um, But the one that I would like to bring to the podcast, right? When I lived in California and I was four, five, maybe five or six. I got the chicken pox. And mm. so I was home for like a while. That's when I like watched Care Bears and um, the animated movie uh, Little Nemo. 
not oh. finding Nemo, the Pixar animated, but the actual the little prince Nemo, the animated one that's With a little the flying bit scary. Bed. Yeah. It's, that movie terrified oh. me as a and kid. And then watched Fern Gully anyway. Oh, I'm just really God. setting the stage for okay. like little Samantha mm-hmm. covered in chicken pox laying on her parents' bed, okay? It had recently been Christmas and it is no secret that um, my family, we have a sweet tooth. Uh, both my sister and I are our father's daughters. So my sister got a gumball machine for Christmas. And it was the kind where it was all plastic. It was maybe 12 inches tall. Mm-hmm. It had a globe at the top that you could buy like a bag of gumballs, put it in, screw it in, and then use a little quarter to buy gumballs for Cute. yourself. So yep. My sister had had this. She'd had it in her room, and it was just, like, so exciting. But little Samantha figured out that if she brought the gumball machine into her parents' room and then she just, like, poked her little five-year-old finger up into the area where the thing goes. Oh, because, the little flap for the gumballs? Yep, because, yeah, if you just stick her finger up there and twist the thing gumballs just come out oh my god so you didn't have to pay a quarter and so i didn't have to pay a quarter and so the end result was me just like having a huge wad of gum in my mouth when my parents either came upstairs or came home because i was just in there like chicken pot quarantine (laughs) samantha just little gross rat monster of a child just like covered in the pink calamine lotion and it's like all i had for joy Ooh. Um, it's coming back to me. The other movie, Rescuers Down Under, the yes. Australia one. Ooh, with um, what's the what's the what's mm-hmm, the lizard's mm-hmm. name? Joanna. Is it Joanna? Joanna. Yes. Yeah. Oh the, my oh. god. Okay, I'm sorry. I remember that movie. That was in the vault. <sighs> Marahute. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. So that was like the age that I was. And so I'm watching all these movies at the beginning when you're running because we always ran at the beginning of the um, Rescuers Down Under because it's just like really speedy and Mm -hmm. it just takes you all the way to like that rock or whatever it is. And I'm just standing there. This is my visual memory. I'm just standing on my parents' bed running. I'm covered in calamine lotion. I have a big wad of gum in my mouth. And then my parents walk in. (laughs) And I... (laughs) I, they had already told me that I couldn't take the gumball machine out of my sister's room. Did it anyway. Oh. I liked the thrill, man. I liked the thrill. So that's one of the the many <laughs> stories <laughs> of little pre-kindergarten <laughs> Samantha and the choices. Yeah. Abundance. Oh, my God. I love that visual of you. <laughs> just just yeah. standing on my parents' <laughs> bed. I Right now, I'm just like... Pretending to run back and forth, but just running in place with your little arms going up and down. I can run as fast as the movie is going. Listeners, if do you have do you have memories like that with the animated ones? I'm thinking Fern Gully too. Oh my god, Fern Gully. I love that movie. Anyway, so that is where my heart went when you said, Tell me about a time that you stolen something. Yep. And that's right. Do you still have guilt from this? Sorry, sibling. Yeah, sorry. You know what? Here's the thing is that we, (laughs) there is a separate story um, about other candy that has been stolen that Mm. we can save for a future, a future episode. Oh, siblings, right? Sibling stories. Love them. Oh my gosh. All right. Wow. That was a good one to start with. Thanks, friends. We did go deep. 
right away. <sighs> that All was right. deep. Uh, I, wow, I accessed. Here you go. Yeah, Marahute. I accessed a part of my brain that I haven't thought about in a long time. Right in the middle. All, All right. right. Now we're now we're doing an icebreaker. Okay. We we started deep, but uh. Who from your friend group is the best cook? Oh, it's you. Morgan, tell me. Yeah, you're the better cook out of the two of us. So we're talking about cooking not baking. I'm just like kind of all encompassing it. <laughs> I disagree. Like I completely making disagree food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feeding oneself. <laughs> yeah. I would say you. I just remember like in my in my 20s, right? Like my my later 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, right? Still the before time. I would just like go to your house and you would make me food. And I didn't cook for myself a lot. <laughs> But you watched a lot of cooking shows during that time. See, 17 seasons mm-hmm. of Hell's Kitchen. It just does it to you. Yes. And so you were starting to figure out like, oh, what flavors go together? And oh, I saw them uh, saute this thing this way. And so I'm going to try that. And so like, I remember eating some like gourmet stuff. And I'm like, I do not have the patience for this. Like, this is marvelous. And like, watching you make things, I'm like, dear God, mm. This is why I'm <laughs> just gonna I'm gonna cook things in a crock pot and I can fine with that. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, thank you. I definitely would not have picked if I would have looked at the people in the running for that cuz I think you are a much better baker and like um mm. like bread mm-hmm. um your lemon bars. Uh, there's just some iconic, like, things that you do that you have a mm. toolbox for your lemon bars, Morgan. You have a, we talked about this in a previous yeah, episode. I do. You know, there's, there's mm-hmm. some meticulousness and some very serious, like, attention that you've given to some specific bakes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is also on the same level, me throwing things from the refrigerator into a pot and being like, look, we made food. <laughs> like, there's a different level of skill. I feel uh, like my cooking is more, here's what I think. Morgan, here's what I think. You can tell me what you my think. My cooking is more in the moment reactive. Hmm. Your cooking is more mm-hmm. pre-planned and intentional. You got to go buy those lemons. You got to yeah. make sure mm-hmm. that you got some eggs. You got to care that your flour mm-hmm. is abundant. But for me, I'm like, well, I mean, my sibling really had to um, try a lot of really gross food. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll maybe have to have her on one day, and she can regale us because I know there's a few the fails. There's a few absolute fails, but they're bangers of fails. They're just absolute trash. It's like stuff I saw on Pinterest back in 2013. We just started living. Mm-hmm. So, um, I see you. I appreciate you, and I understand what you're saying. And I can take the nice words because yeah. I do enjoy cooking. But I think that you've got the best bakes. You're all about them bakes. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I am making space for that and yeah. being thankful. Yeah. I hear you. That's a nice thing for you to say. Yeah. It's Thank true. you. Mm-hmm. I do cookies? like baking. Oh my gosh, the cookies, the the Christmas cookies. Are you kidding me? The s'mores cookies. Come at me, man. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
Yeah. I can make some chocolate chip cookies, but they're going to taste like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> like, you make cookies and it's like, oh, yeah, this is the a bourbon roasted walnut and whiskey something with cinnamon mm. from... <laughs> whatever and it's delicious and you have cookies and frozen things in your fridge and it's just like oh i'll pull some delicious like customized um not just chocolate chip cookie dough from my freezer and we can have a whole cookie cootery board <laughs> a cookie cootery Yes. I didn't like uh, it as it was coming out. Yes. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. But a cookie cootery board. Yeah. And so that's oh. the kind of level that I appreciate about you. Oh, thank you. Our lives will always be filled <sighs> with delicious bakes. Compliments make mm-hmm. me feel uncomfortable. I don't like and it. And I'm just going to sit yep. here and take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be bullied by your compliments. I will say, I, I do- won't tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> I do like baking and uh, I do find that fun. One cannot live on baked goods alone, but unfortunately. Uh, but boy, oh boy, hand do I like pies, them. Hand pies, hand pies Ooh. for everything. Yeah, I am. That is my next step. Maybe this winter, and I'll talk about it on the podcast when I do it, all my failures and successes. Um, but I am preparing to start making my own puff pastry. So I I actually purchased a specific rolling pin. You're gonna do a rough puff. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn a rough puff. Oh, and so um, I'm prepared for this. I'm I'm ready to engage with wow. this. And I bought a specific rolling pin that can be frozen and refrigerated because so you it's a metal rolling pin. Butter cold. Yes, got to keep that butter cold. Yep. And so wow, I was like, hey, this would be a super good tool. I love this. Uh, so, yeah, I've been preparing for that. That's I just thought that'd be fun because I also was like, what if I can make little pies? Like, what if I could just make little, like, handheld, like, hot pockets, pies. you know, yes. and little uh, pop tarts, but just like they're actually, yes. you know? Yes. I just think that would be fun. And then I want to cut cute shapes in them. I think this is going to be, this is probably going to be my hobby that'll take off this winter. As I am no longer planning weddings and being a part of weddings, we... Wedding season? Who's Like, this? you know, we've been talking about what are we doing after wedding season? This is it. Turns out November did exist. Yeah. And we're in it. Yeah. And now what is there space and capacity for? Yeah. Maybe it's patisserie. It might be. Mm-hmm. I'm also... Uh, so my husband and I love the Great British Baking Show. And so we are cur- we are in the current season right now, and it's just giving us. There's a new episode out uh, as we're recording this today because we're recording on a Friday. But no. it's always Wednesday yes. in the podcast. But it's always Wednesday in the podcast. It doesn't really matter what day it is. No, you guys all know we don't record these live. Time is fake. No, that would be ludicrous. But also, we're right there with you. The podcast right comes out at nine thirty like, in the morning. Usually, no, I am still in. That's why I I post them early so I don't have to. But anyways, um, so yeah, there's a new episode out today. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so I've also just been feeling very uh, much more inspired with baking because it's always fun to watch Bake Off. Yeah. I love it. It's a good group. Oh, my gosh. And also, I'm going to put a plug for one of my other favorite podcasts, Bake On. It's a McElroy podcast with Travis and Teresa. 
It is outstanding. What do I they love do? it. What do they talk about? So first of all, it's just funny because like, you know, Travis is just a big goof. Um, and but also like they talk, a, they are very informed about baking. Like it's it's them talking about baking, but they are really invested in the contestants. Um, they notice the contestants like week to week progress. And so they just it's people who are really passionate about the show and passionate about baking. Like Travis does like to bake. And so they also do have baking knowledge attached, which is fun. We're like they can talk about their experience with making bread or say like, oh my gosh, yes, this is really hard to do this kind of dough or, you know, I've worked with that before. or Nope, I've avoided that because I just can't do it. So it is so cute. It is delightful. And they go along with the season live. So there's only seasons whenever Bake On or Bake Off is on. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. yes. It's the show is Bake Off. Their podcast is Bake On, which makes it funny. Uh that's where the comedy comes in, that's right? That's where the comedy comes in. So that has been a really fun thing that my husband and I have been enjoying is we have been watching the episode every week and then we listen to Bake On. Uh, that's fun. Yes. So that's the first time that we've been able to do it because we just discovered their podcast last year. <sighs> They've been doing it for years. And so and you just you have to wait. Have they been doing it since <sighs> the first like? Season or two or three? Not since the first season. It might be. They started like during the Netflix years. Okay. Yeah. And so. That makes sense. Yes. So not the very, very beginning, but they've seen enough and they've watched all of the seasons. So that's part of it, too, is if you're actually, if you're a fan of Bake Off and you've watched all of the seasons, you're familiar with the contestants, they often draw from previous seasons in their discussion and they'll compare contestants or bakes or just situations to past seasons they'll reference like um contestants sometimes they'll talk about what they're doing today oh um so like they talked about nadia um and like what she's getting up to these days and just also like the potential right of being on bake off and and having that exposure so it's super fun. And and they've been instructing me the last two weeks that I've listened to tell everybody I know about their podcast. Oh, good job. Because they want more listeners. What a good listener. Yeah. So yeah. like we also want more listeners. Yeah. So but if you're listening to this podcast, go listen to Bake On yeah. because and tell a friend it's fun mm -hmm. and, and they're cute. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. they talk about their kids. It's also just good content. Like it is. Just give me the nice content. It's That's delightful. just a nice time. It's delightful. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. Uh, before we move to our next card, shall we take a stretch break? That's perfect. We're halfway through. Mm. Perfect timing. Beautiful. See you guys soon. Hey, AbPod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah. It's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. Wow. We call this Cards on Face by Morgan. It's not an ASMR podcast. So wow but... does it sound like it sometimes. <sighs> Welcome back to Aquarius Behavior. So hydrated. We're so hydrated. Such hydration. We are playing Let's Get Deep 
friends edition today on the best friend game. Wow, we've already revealed so much. You've gotten yeah. so deep. We've done two cards and we have two left. They are both deep cards. Okay. All right. Are you ready to draw? Ooh. Let's go into the next realm of deepness. Morgan. What what conspiracy theories do you believe in? All of them. Every single one. Qualify it. Oh, you tell me more. Okay, I picked this one specifically because I know you and I love conspiracy yes. theories. <laughs> I love, I love listening to conspiracy oh theories, <laughs> paranormal things, mm -hmm. um, like uh, ancient mystery, you know, mm -hmm. what and conspiracy histories, conspiracies. Yes. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I. What ones really get you going? I. Okay, I find conspiracy theories fascinating. I'm by no means like a tinfoil hat type conspiracy theorist. You wouldn't call yourself a theorist, a practicing <sighs> theorist? Not really. I just, I more enjoy just the observation. And I, I just find it fascinating because there's a lot of things like conspiracy theories with our government. I don't believe in lizard people. I will say that. I, I know of that conspiracy theory. I don't personally believe that. But I do believe in a lot of like political conspiracy theories mm -hmm. and things like what if this could have happened and oh, people who are yeah. like, that's super outrageous. And I'm like, Maybe? I don't think it really is, man. Like, coulda. it's just like politics is a bunch of like really old money and old families. And secrets. And it's very like, <sighs> I think it's kind of just like high school where like everybody knows each other. <laughs> There's actually just you know? a group text somewhere that's yeah, really lit. Mm -hmm. For real. For real. Mm -hmm. Like that's what yeah. I think of like the social elite. Mm -hmm. And so... um yeah, I think that there's just a lot of possibilities. And I'm because I'm an Aquarius, right? I think that's also just part of my nature because it's just the immense creativity in my brain and like the ability to see multiple sides of a situation where I'm like, why not? Why not? What's like, another way to answer this question? I don't, yeah, I'm like, sure, tell me more about that. Yeah. <laughs> could it be aliens? I mean, it could be. Tell me why. Yeah. I'm interested. And, and I'd you know, like to know. And just like, you know, we do an astrology podcast-ish. Um because, because segment. Because we do believe in the paranormal and oh, yeah. you know, conspiracy theories and just like understanding that I think that's the thing. It's just like not even believing, but it's just like the understanding and the fact that like we live on a planet that is just a itty bitty teeny tiny part of a vast never-ending universe so it's just like when you think of it that way it's just i don't know anything I don't i'm know. so small and insignificant i'm interested in learning totally so that's how i feel about that um now, when we talk about conspiracy theories, like paranormal things, kind of, um, I will tell you that the one that really gets me all the time is the Loch Ness Monster. Ooh, um, that's such a good one. Yeah, Nessie. Yes. Nessie. So, like, Nessie is something I continually come back to because we've talked about this before on the podcast, I'm pretty sure, that, like, I have a very i think a healthy fear and respect for water mm. like i 
Um, I was a swimmer. I'm a strong swimmer. Swimming. Um, that was my sport in high school. I come from like a swimming family. My dad is a coach. My brother was a college athlete. So like I'm around swimming. And uh, that was also that took place in pools, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we live in Minnesota and we are the land of 10,000 lakes. And uh, there are tons. There's more than 10,000 so actually. There's more, yeah. It's just a lot of like, water. Like everything is, there's puddles everywhere. Swamp. So, uh, you know, just like I have a, a relationship with water, like a very, very strong one. And so I also understand, again, that like, our planet is mostly water. Like we live on a planet, I think it's about 70% is water. Sure. So like the land to water ratio it is not the same. Correct. <laughs> okay. I agree okay. with you. And yes. the deepest parts of the water on our planet are deeper than the tallest points of land are high. So, you know, like if we were to compare like the tallest mountains on the planet with the deepest parts of the oceans, again, the ocean is deeper. So like that is just phenomenal and like absolutely terrifying. Okay, we're also in a year where um, Ocean Gate happened. Mm -hmm. And so like that, I think, just put put water on everybody's radar. That's right. You know, (laughs) it was it was global news. Mm -hmm. And so we also have that going on um the fact that water i'm gonna keep talking about why i fear water yeah good no i just want to yell the moon space in the ocean because those are the just most endless bodies filled with the most secrets the water is literally this is not this is a fact like a scientific fact that the tides are connected to the moon yeah so that also is just terrifying to me the fact that like the water is influenced by the moon, which is just orbiting outside us at any point. Something from the vast universe could come in and knock our moon out of orbit. And then we are effed, people, yeah. because the water will be uncontrolled. Out of it's, it's just going to go everywhere. Yeah. Um, so this, these are all things uh, that I think about. And I literally forgot what the question was because I got so invested in my fear of water. Nessie. Nessie, the world <laughs> yes! is covered in water. Okay. Conspiracy theories. Yes. I'm back on track. Yep. We're back okay. in there. So because of this Mm -hmm. and the fact that, like, you know, we do have technology to do, like, sonar and stuff. But when you're talking about an animal, there are still species that we are discovering today. And there are species in the water because we have, like, we're just getting to the deepest parts. And because it's so vast and it moves and it changes and and there's migrations and there's pressure, like, the depth. You know, we're talking about and it's also dark, like it's pitch black down there. There's there's total absolute darkness. So there are so many factors that we don't have control over. And it's it's absolutely likely and possible. And and it is happening that there are species in the ocean we don't know because they're moving about. We have no idea. Um, There's also the possibility that like Loch Ness has like channels like underwater tunnels that possibly can go to other places because we're talking about an area and uh land masses that have not been there for all of time right like scientists who have studied the area they theorize that there was some movement Mm -hmm. right there was like the building of new land masses the tectonic plates of it all Mm -hmm. we're just like the earth is moving guys yeah uh she's a living thing so 
that all seems reasonable to me. <laughs> like that makes sense. The fact too that like we do know of species that have existed or just like evolved since the time of the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like we know crocodiles, alligators, a lot of our amphibians, birds, like birds some overall. <laughs> birds overall. Like there are some species, flipping sturgeon. Sturgeon. Okay. We talked about sturgeon before. Yes. Dinosaurs. So like there are species that we can trace back in some form through the chain of evolution. So the fact that we think about there's possibly maybe a Nessie in Loch Ness, totally agree. Yeah. That lake is huge, by the way. It is huge. Like, what do you mean by huge? I mean, like, we're talking, like, Lake Superior kind of huge. Oh, I know. Like, it's really big. And it does have kind of its own, like, weather system. Um, It's, yeah, it's, like, intense. And it's very deep. Uh It's a very deep, deep lake. So, um, yeah, we're talking, like, Great Lakes kind of big and major. It's murky. Very murky. It's It's known for being very murky, which would make sense if there's some, like, big flipping animals swimming around down there yeah so i get really passionate about nessie and that is something that i absolutely believe in because water is terrifying and there are secrets in there that we cannot even fathom in our wildest dreams yeah that makes sense so uh yeah that always stressed me out passion nessie just hanging out there and aren't there like groups of people who like go out there like a couple times a year to like surveil the lake oh, yeah. and like people driving boats around to do sonar and mm-hmm. things like that just pretty consistently still. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, people are still studying this. That's really cool. There are people who literally live on the lake, like people who just had a sighting and an experience. And so they have devoted their life to just being on the lake and living there and making their life and just being like I'm going to Yeah, they're just going to watch. I'm going to watch. I'm the watcher on the shore. So, wow. I just went off. Tell me about your conspiracy theories you believe in. Oh, the shore watch begins. Oh, I just had a vision of you as a older woman, you know, sea-worn from your voyaging, just standing on the shore with, like, a gnarled, like, walking stick, just mm-hmm. looking out at the shoreline. Mine, conspiracies, love them, interested, what have you. Uh, I always love conspiracies that involve treasure or gold or jewels or things. Like um, a recent one that really like made me very interested was um, the Forest Fen treasure with the the map and the things and whatever. Because I think some people died going after it. I'm not sure. Treasure is dangerous. Treasure is just dangerous and where it it came from and it can be haunted sometimes. And so it's not like a specific conspiracy, but that one and then the treasure on Oak Island, because (gasps) that one just that's that's one that I just think about. That's one that I um, lay awake at night and just think about the treasure on Oak Island. So if you are unfamiliar with this one, this is a hole up in where canadia somewhere yeah north oak nova scotia yeah. nova scotia oak island is a- an island as yeah. named yep. in yep. canada yeah yeah so it's like just 
wilderness. It's cold. There's not much around. No. You've got to like haul resources over there. And mm-hmm. it's also what the pirate pirate days. So the whole thing yes, is there is there are pirate connections to the <sighs> island. So explorers found this hole and they're pretty sure that it was a treasure hole and they started digging down and after excavating for a while every 10 feet they started running into built pallets of wood like it had Mm -hmm. been pre-built like it was covering something and then when they kept on digging deeper i'm saying this like i'm mad about it because i am morgan uh but when they kept on digging deeper, they set off the booby traps, which flooded in seawater yes. from the shore. And so then it flooded in the whole hole. And so mm-hmm. it made excavating even harder. Anyway, I'm just, I want to know what's down there. I know mm-hmm. that they've found some artifacts. They found some digging tools. It's supposed to be like Captain Cook or someone's treasure that is down there. So um, it's financed by people with lots of money. And it's also just like very cursed and very like just what's down there. I don't know. I want to know. So it's again, it's not so much a a conspiracy mysteries. I'm just intrigued by history's mysteries Mm -hmm. and like historical like bounties and where they came from and how they came to be and the hauntedness of it Mm -hmm. all. Yeah, so Oak oh Island gosh. is another just treasure one where it's like, how? How'd that happen? Also, where are they getting the money to fund all of these digs for the last how many years since the 80s? Mm-hmm. I just have questions. Yes. I agree with you. Mm. Oak Island is fascinating to me. So interesting. Because it is real life Goonies. Like, yes. Honestly. Thank you. For real it is. If you are not familiar with Oak Island, the supposed treasure or the curse of Oak Island, mm-hmm. do some research or like you can go listen to one of our favorite podcasts, which is Let's Get Haunted. Yeah, do And that. they do a full episode on Oak Island. Uh, it is episode 29, The Cursed Treasure of Oak Island. Yes. That was where like I got a very full picture of Oak Island, which then led me into watching like there's a TV show, I think, on the History Channel. Uh, about Oak Island, like several seasons. There's documentaries about it. I remember reading a National Geographic article about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like when um, there's Reader's Digest and National Geographic on the back of the toilet tank when yep. you're just hanging out at Company's house. Of course. I remember flipping through one of those and being like, what's in this hole filled with water? Treasure? Yeah. Yes. It's treasure. It's treasure. <laughs> I'm just always intrigued. I am. I am always intrigued. Yeah. And the fact that they're are literal booby traps. Booby traps. Like, it's a hole that clearly has had human intervention. Yeah. There are, like you said, these pallets. Structures. Every so many feet. They're finding tools. And it's consistent. They're finding tools. Um, And then the booby trap, they got so far. And then, like you said, they released a tunnel that was connected to the ocean. So somehow they had dug a hole from the ocean all the way to this hole hole. in the middle of the island Mm -hmm. and went... And so, so now they really are at a standstill with Oak Island because it's it's hard to get past that point because now they're just trying to dig in water they need and some, it keeps collapsing in. They need some Jimmy Cam money. They need some underwater submersibles. They do. They need to just get that all piloted. But the problem is it's so muddy down there you just can't see anything. Yeah. So, I wonder. And you can't drain it out because of the booby trap. 
why hasn't Jimmy Cam gotten involved in that project? Maybe that he's secretly. Seems, maybe he's a secret investor. Like a secret investor. Because that totally seems like something that Whereas he'd be into. It takes a lot of money to just like live up there and then power equipment to care about what's at the bottom of this hole. Yeah. You know, I just always want to know what's at the bottom of a hole, man. Right. What's down there? Oh, and there's the plaque. They found a plaque. I forgot about yeah. the plaque. Yeah, so they found a literal plaque <laughs> that it said that they had to decipher because it was written with some, like, odd unknown symbols. And so they had to I decipher the plaque. And it and it basically is, like, a clue that <laughs> talks about, like, oh, if you go this far in this hole, you're going to find something. It's a clue. And so, again, it is real life Goonies. What's down there? It. I can't believe that really exists in our life. And that's what makes me believe in conspiracy theories. Why not? Why can't we have those things? Oh, my gosh. I'm so curious. Yeah. Wild. Wow. Okay. So we have done three. That was a good deep question. It's the last. It's the last card. Question. Ooh, Morgan. Mm-hmm. Question, our last question from our Let's Get Deep Friends edition. How do you feel about public speaking? Mm. What's your experience with that? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, public speaking. Yeah, that's fun. Um, Is it? I do, mean, do you, I... Do you enjoy Yeah, that? I know public speaking is like a great fear of many people. Um. I do get nervous public speaking, but I do enjoy it. Like, I enjoy giving speeches or toasts. I enjoy talking. Like, I'm a chatterbox. I enjoy entertaining. Uh, So I would say, like, I don't do as well if I have, like, a script that I have to read verbatim. Like, that would make me very nervous. And there's, like, a structure and... uh, you know, certain criteria I have to present and look a certain way. Um, I am much more of a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, if that is the style that can accompany my public speaking, then I much enjoy that. Like I just I enjoy like the energy and the, the synergy with the crowd and, you know, getting to have like kind of that joint experience. And it's kind of like like being on stage and acting with somebody and and doing some uh some improv like you're just you know trying to like groove with each other's energies and <laughs> back and forth yeah. yeah yeah a little bit of that um so i do enjoy that yeah i do um i do get nervous because you know i just want everybody to like me <laughs> i just want to do a good job so you down with ppa it's yeah pleasers anonymous <laughs> but i but i like it like uh-huh. it's not it's not a fear that i have mm-hmm. like if i have to give a presentation or something like that I'm my nervousness comes from like I just want to do a good job and like I I want to get everything in that I want to get in. You care. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I but I do I like it. It doesn't scare me. Yeah. Have you also ever... like we're doing a podcast, so that's definitely like this is some public getting speaking. over. Yeah. <laughs> There's people listening. So that's like, you know, a different form, I guess, that I've been working with. Which is also interesting. Did you ever do like debate or speech or anything in school or 
like club that Ugh, was yeah yeah i thought about it and i never actually did it okay i had like too many other things i was like so into band and choir you're just so and diversified I was a theater kid yeah. um but so like there was a group of the theater kids that also did speech team and so like i knew people like some of my best friends were on speech team and so i i would just like hear a lot about it and be around it but i never actually joined it yeah i remember that though it's intense. Some intensity right there. There was some like, intensity. Or like a debate class. I just, I remember having to do debate class and I just am, it not my skill set. Not, no. no. See, debate falls into that like it's a structured yeah. speech yeah, kind of thing. And I also did not like debate. I also am just one of those people where I'm just like, I don't want to argue with people. No. Like I just, I don't care. No. I don't care like if you think something different that's okay you know it's like conspiracy theories i'm like whatever man i'm just like, here to have a nice hey, time that's an interesting perspective man like okay yeah so i i was just like i don't care like you're right i'm right we're it's, both right we're both the, experiencing this earth okay it's also the conflict perspectives. of it all in like yeah. a debate Ugh, it was just competitive. like oh uh, and so depending on like who you were against and whatever it was just like there was always layers to debate mm -mm. class no that's why i no, i agree with I what you're saying is that like i do have the capacity to get up and talk in a microphone and like i'm still going to be visibly nervous because mm -hmm. i always am i'm much better in a one-on-one -on -one, just uh intimate mm -hmm. situation just sitting and talking to just a couple people but if we have to address a room yeah capacity like you'll but do I, it oh uh, yeah but mm -hmm. it's also like if i have a prepared speech or anything it's just not going to be good i just got to say what's happening with me right now in my aquarius behavior because mm -hmm. it's all wibbly and i've had experiences where i've i have a job where i do actually present on a pretty consistent mm -hmm. basis information that is generally the same right and i've found that if i have a script if i have like i have to say this i have to say this and i have to say this my brain freaks out mm -hmm. so yeah it's uh not not so much not so yeah. much for samantha more, there's more there's casual, some strength sounds like there's some strength there but i do not i am not attracted to public speaking mm -hmm. um i do not say "Ooh, goody let's do that mm -hmm. i'd like to sign up for the speech club no 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 but like ooh, samantha can you go on the microphone at this luncheon and like tell people that in 10 minutes we're going to be getting up and starting the buffet no problem i got it got it announcements no problem oh i'm so good at announcements mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh facts saying facts into a microphone real good at it yeah mm -hmm. yep but it's yeah, the mm -hmm. live in the moment stuff mm -hmm. where it's like oh i wrote these words and now i'm saying them out loud and i'm immediately don't like my material. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I I can understand that. That's funny that we have just like different parts. Yeah, that appeal like, more to us. I don't us. mind it. It's not the worst. I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm not fearful. I don't imagine. I don't need to imagine the crowd nude to mm -hmm. help me relax. Why was that ever a yeah. thing? Just oh, to I calm don't know. yourself That's out. Very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. But I think it's just imagine everyone feeling as vulnerable as you. Yes. And like I get that. That's like the point of it. That's yeah. the point mm -hmm. of it. But it just never, it was never there for anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. and I'm not, I would say I'm not seeking it out. No. You know, like I'm not 
specifically drawn to careers or situations where I have the opportunity to speak publicly. To address a room. Yeah, I'm not seeking it out in my life. Yeah. Uh, but if it happens to happen, if there's an opportunity that presents itself, I'm like, all right, game on, man. I got this. Sure. I got these tools in the toolbox, baby. Let's go for it. That's right. Because nothing really matters and everyone's trying their best and way to go team. Eh, yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Well, Tight, Sam, dude. we've done all four of our cards today. Those were deep. Those that was were, fun. I like this new game. What did deep, you think? Yeah, that was great. I really enjoyed the Let's Get Deep Friends Edition game. Yes. Really glad that we're adding that to our repertoire of opinions and just um, deep revealing internal thoughts that I I honestly had not thought about the bubblegum chicken pock Disney movie nope. party. Lisa Frank stickers. Yeah, just amazing. Mm -hmm. Just so bless the podcast. Bless you listeners for just giving us an opportunity to bring these like memories to the forefront. Yes. It was not on my shelf of availability or available memories. No. no. And if you're listening and you have a specific memory or an opinion about one of the cards we read, please. We so want to hear it. Yes. Like you can comment on our Instagram post or DM us AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram. Yes. You can also email us AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com. Uh, please do specify if you do send us anything, specify if it's okay for us to share on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, then we're unsure and, and we, we want to respect your privacy. We get to share it with each other, but then yeah. we don't get to share it with the world. Totally. Um, so please let us know if that's okay and and how you'd like to be addressed. What are your pronouns uh, and, and what is the name you would like addressed or the username? Mm -hmm. That would all be helpful. Yeah. This is about this is a space for all of us in the pod lounge. Mm. Uh, what do we have coming up next week, Morgan? Well next week because we yeah. have book nook i'm so excited part one of persuasion we are on jane austen's last publish published novel i cannot believe that we've made it to the sixth book in her published works mm -hmm. here we are end of the year it's exciting because this was on my bucket list and look at us it was fun to do all of it in one year completely i love that checking things off yeah and just being able to wow. compare and them all being fresh in my mind uh i know very little about persuasion yeah i, yep. I know that it's about two people who were childhood sweethearts who meet later in life and persuade one another to love each other again so like that's what i know interesting, interesting and i know that from watching the jane austen book club so that's all I know. Yes. That is yeah. also my only... That was a lot of my um, original uh, things with this one was, mm -hmm. well, was it in the Jane Austen Book Club? Because that is the theme of the book. Yes. Excited to find and out more. And that's Emily Blunt's character who picks Persuasion and it's her favorite one. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. yeah it's a so nice movie. I'm looking forward to listening to that. And then the week after that, we have a Podcast Chronicles. Mm. It's the fifth Wednesday of November, so we haven't done a Podcast Chronicle episode for a while now, so we'll be talking data anal, we'll be talking uh, podcast goals, yeah. and we'll also be reading listener mail. So if you are a listener and you want to share any stories with us, 
that's when we're going to be reading them. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm uh, excited. Morgan, happy 50th episode. This oh my gosh. Was a happy really, 50th episode. Really fun one. And thank you listeners for just being along the journey with us. Mm, it's incredible. Well, should we wrap this one up? Let's get out of here. Let's do it. Have a great week, everyone. Love and abundance. Bye.